Hey guys, this is Matt Holborn here, uh, another Jazz Violin Podcast solo episode. Um, and today, once again, we are dealing with starting out as a jazz violinist. Some more tips that um, move on a little bit from the last solo episode that I did. Um, just not exactly in a complete linear way, um, but these are just some more things that I think you can do if you've been doing, if you've been taking my advice. My advice up to now has been to listen to as much jazz as possible. It's also been to to not just just not just listen now, active listening. So last time we spoke about trying to get your head around um, form, so understanding you know where the beginning of the chords are and where they end, and you know basically knowing the form of the tune and i think that's the sort of thing that can really only be done with active listening as well as sort of learning the melodies but again and a lot a lot of the time the things that we're talking about we're not talking about very violiny things in these episodes because the thing is is it's not all about the violin becoming a jazz violinist is not all about the violin and we have to get used to that you know being a being a classical violinist can sometimes feel like it's all about the violin obviously we're always just thinking about music but when it comes to learning jazz it feels like there's another uh, there's another layer of that in that we, we really have to forget a, that we're a violinist in a lot of ways so my piece of advice today for you guys um is going to be around using your ear and using your voice but first of all just before i do give you that piece of advice i've just got to do some housekeeping, please. Um, if you're enjoying this, uh, these these episodes, if you're enjoying the Jazz Violin Podcast, if you are, you know, using it as a sort of library of uh, interviews, uh, which which it is. If you're sort of using that library and listening to all the episodes and checking out all of the the different um, advice that that's on here, um, please just consider you uh, getting involved in my. Patreon, it's just a way that you can um, sort of basically just help pay for the podcast to some degree and pay me for my time. Um, it's also a place that you can get involved if you want to get involved um, with my Jazz Violin Practice Club, which is a place that um, basically we meet up on Zoom once a week, pretty much, and we practice together. So people, everyone is on mute and people practice along with me. And it's basically a little insight into my practice regime because as a jazz violinist, a professional jazz violinist, I really believe that we have to have some sort of regular practice regime or we uh, we go bust. Our, our technique goes bust and we stop coming out with new ideas. It's funny because the last couple of months I've been doing a bit of a drive trying to get more people involved in things like that and doing more content so I've not had as much time as I'd like to have for my own practice and I really started to feel it on my gigs I came away from every gig a bit like what are you doing man what's going on why uh, why, why are you doing this because I just wasn't playing new things I wasn't able to I wasn't thinking of my brain wasn't thinking properly about new things and my fingers, even if I was to, to think about these new ideas, my fingers just generally couldn't do it and I'm, because I'm just trying to stay in tune or I'm trying to get a nice sound. So, you know, I realized that I need to practice what I preach. Anyway, God, I was trying to sell you my 
my uh, Patreon and I start talking about myself and my practice classic. It's a, uh, well, that is something that you can expect in the practice club. It's just a little insight into, yeah, me, uh, my, my little practice regime, um, jazz violinist. And yeah, it's the sort of thing that a lot of people have got a lot of things out of. A lot of people have told me that's been very helpful for them. Anyway, I'm going to try to sell it to you guys. I guess one thing I can try, I'm going to, sorry, I, I am going to keep selling. Just just one more, one more second. You know, I don't have any sponsors for this podcast because I just don't. I used to, but I don't anymore. Um, so a lot of the time, you know, a lot, I, I do this podcast for the love of it, but then I also use it as a little way to plug my stuff. Um, at the end of September, if you're a UK violinist um, and you're wanting to learn with me, uh, in person, you can come and get involved in uh, Django on the island. So I've set up or been a part of setting up this uh, learning experience on the Isle of Wight. Uh, so the Isle of Wight is a little island just off the south coast of the UK. It's the warmest part of the UK. It stays warmer. Uh, it stays warm the longest, so it will just about still feel like summer. Um, and the plan is we all meet up on the island at the garlic farm, which is actually the oldest garlic farm in the UK. It's the first garlic farm um, that they... Uh, that was set up to give the troops in, I think, World War II. I shouldn't be giving you a history lesson without checking. And I'm too bored. I'm too tired. I'm too lazy to check it out. But I think it's, a, I think it's World War II. Um, it was the first garlic farm in the UK to, to, to basically give the French troops garlic. <laughs> How funny is that? Um, so, yeah, we are doing myself and Harry Diplock who is a guitarist, we are doing a learning, we're sort of doing this weekend learning experience um, where we we hang out, we uh, practice together, we actually practice a bunch of the stuff that I, I teach people in my practice club, and we, yeah, also we jam and we just do some general jazz violin learning, learning about how we can become better jazz violinists. Um, yeah, it's basically... A chance to have a weekend of lessons with me. It's super cheap this year. Um, I, I don't want to go. Yeah, I can't remember exactly how much, but it is. It, we are. We've tried to keep it as cheap as humanly possible because we really want people to come and uh, get involved. It's a beautiful, beautiful location. There's yurts. There are um, yeah cabins. Uh, it, the it, food is included in the price. Um, there's really no reason for you not to come and do it. Uh, it's a it, it will be really really fun and yeah, it's gonna be a great time. We're gonna have a good time playing. So I'm gonna just uh, yeah, let's just I'll stop selling to you guys now. We're gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna get to the podcast. Um, the point that I really wanted to make today in this episode of the Jazz Violin Podcast is it's about, again, it's about listening, it's about using your ear, and it's about singing. So um, I actually recently just was, I read a little status by Matt Glazer um, on on Facebook <laughs> uh, about this, and it really, it just resonated exactly with what um, what I believe and how I uh, 
how I progressed quickly when I was getting into playing jazz. And his status was just sort of around the um, just around the topic of learning to sing solos by heart. And it's maybe something that you've done in your classical learning. I don't know. I I don't know enough about, especially not about high end classical uh, violin learning. To some, you know, I don't know if it's taught in that way, but I get. I guess it's generally not. But and it's something that this is something that jazz musicians basically can all do. Yeah, if you anyone worth their salt <laughs> in jazz, anyone worth their salt in jazz has at least got one solo that they love so much that they know off by heart and they can sing along to some degree. Now, I'm not saying that we all have to be singing amazingly and we all have to be singing with the best tone, but um what we do want to do is get to the point that we have some solos in our lives. And this is, that's how I like to put it. It's some solos in your life that you that you just that you can just pull out the bag to sing along with. You might not ever learn to play it play it exactly because well, I'll get to that. But learning to sing it is is to me, just as important, it teaches you a couple of different things. It teaches you, first of all, some language. When I say jazz language, jazz language is, a, is sort of the way we jazz musicians codify a bunch of lines uh, that have sort of stood the test of time and that, that follow chord changes, uh, classic chord changes, um, really nicely and are sort of shared by lots of musicians. Now, this is it is is you will learn some of this language by singing by singing it learn to sing it um at the moment i'm telling you why you're going to do it uh and at the end i'm going to tell you how you're going to do it first of all i just want to tell you why you're going to do it you're going to do it to get jazz jazz language um it you know it's it's one of the best ways for us to to get this into our head right and we might not understand things, right? Sometimes we might, especially when we're starting out, we might not understand what's going on. We might not understand why a musician is doing what they're doing on these chord changes. But we can hear it. And, it's, and it is a little bit like how you learn or how, you know, it's best to learn languages. I'm So I'm told. <laughs> I'm trying at the moment to learn French. You know, you, you want to learn orally um, and have some stuff that, just sort of make sense to you and you and you understand but you might not have learned it in a way that um in a sort of classroom sort of way you might not have learned it via grammar you might not have learned oh well i put the sentence you can put the sentence together like this because of this and because of this and because of this you might have just learned it by someone saying it enough times and you sort of going okay well i think what they're saying is hello or i think what they're saying is uh, can i have this apple or whatever and 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 this is our way of, of doing that jazz musicians this is our way of of sort of learning jazz like it's a language we we sing these lines or we learn these uh these jazz solos uh, to some degree in some way and and for me i think it's a great thing to do to learn just by singing it a couple of other things you're going to learn from doing this is you're going to actually just learn how it feels to to uh to, to sort of play a solo you're going to learn how it feels to 
be uh, actively improvising for that amount of time. It might be like two or three choruses, might just be one chorus, but you're going to get the feeling of, of, of sort of being a jazz musician this way. You're sort of copying and, and, and pretending, you're putting yourself in the shoes of that musician who, who was improvising in that moment in time. So trying to get all the way through it is, is good. And actually, sometimes if we do it with our instruments, it can be really hard to get all the way through a whole solo because it takes a long time, much longer to learn it on our instrument because we might be having to deal with technical issues and you know it just takes longer to play it on our instrument. It, we, our, the human voice is the sort of, you know, it's the quickest way to exert music. <laughs> is, that, is that the right way of saying it? So if we were to be, do, if we were to be learning it on our instrument, we might be, be being held back. We might be missing out on things like getting a whole solo down because it really can it really is an undertaking to get a whole solo down and you might not do that many times you know i'm saying from my own my own uh experience i'm not a whole solo uh, on my instrument sort of person i end up taking what i want from solos learning learning what i want and, and sort of never getting to the end <laughs> and, and and i don't think i'm alone in that some people not like that but i i am um anyway so you're you're basically nice nice and quickly being able to um to be able to uh to be able to do that uh, be able to get that feeling of of improvising or get that feeling of getting all the way through two or three choruses uh and sort of yeah playing jazz over it you're also sort of learning like the ins and outs of a solo what someone might do to 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 um to uh to bring the energy up so you're starting to get you're starting to learn a little bit and we spoke about this earlier sort of like form how you can you know the form of a solo how you can you know build the energy and then sort of once once you're at that sort of peak generally you sort of end there or maybe you can do this thing where you 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 peak and then you go down and you peak again you're starting to you're learning how a musician might do that and you're learning it orally you're not learning it written down you're just learning it through osmosis you're not you'll you'll just learn it you won't you won't have to even think about it you'll just start to get that feeling that understanding of you know, how someone might make or uh, improvise a great solo um the you know another thing that you're getting is you are actually, the other thing that you're getting is you're actually just getting a better ear you're learning to sing better not that we need to you know maybe we don't care about singing but learn to sing and learn to sing in tune um, and learning to sing all these sort of quite complicated uh, lines it's like very good for us as musicians in general it's just so good for us we can't it's just we, we you can't say it's not good for you learning 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 to sing um complicated lines like that so you're getting all these things out of it and you're not touching your instrument at this point now look the, the i'll say about the about bringing your instrument into the mix um the reason i'm not focusing on bringing the music your instrument into the mix is just because uh yeah you, you don't always have to you don't always have to be be you playing your instrument to be practicing jazz right i mean that's the same with anything but really very it's very it's a classic thing in jazz you might not have to have your instrument to be fully practicing you might get enough out of just learning to sing um a solo and and never even try to play it i there's a bunch of solos that i've done that with 
And you know what? This what might end up happening once you've got that solo down, you actually just once you've got that solo down, you could probably pick it up on your instrument very easily. That's you you will be able to. You just will. It'll sort of happen naturally. You'll just learn it on your instrument. That's what's quite nice about it. You're spending all that time learning that solo, but you're not touching your instrument. You'll just end up being able to play it at some point. That's that's how it's always ended up for me. Um, and it's the thing is, is it's sort of like said it's like this in Indian, North Indian music. It's not really all about playing someone else's solo, like as a performance. You would never want to perform anybody else's solo on a gig, really, unless you're sort of being like, "Hey," it's sort of a, a sort of nod to that person. If you maybe you're performing it as a, "Hey, look, I know this solo," and it, you know, for for the geeks, the music geeks, the musicians, and the geeks in the audience. Oh, I know that solo. You, see, you know, whatever. But it's not. It would be something that you would do as a passing thing and as a part of your own solo. It's really not about playing other people's solos on gigs. It's just that's not what jazz is about. So it's, you don't need to play it on your instrument to get things out of it. That's my point. Now, look. The last thing I'm going to just part of this episode is going to be me talking about how you're going to do that. So I've told you why it's good for you. Um, and yeah, I'm going to tell you how I think it's good to do this. And it might seem simple. And you're right, it is. Just listen to the whole solo a bunch of times. Make sure, first of all, this is a solo that you love. Don't do it with something that you think you should be learning. Oh, yeah, everyone's getting into this thing. Or everyone likes this thing. Or everyone says I should listen to this thing. No one cares about that. There's no point. You'll never, you'll never get good at it if you don't love it. It's not come from you. So find something that you love, you love, 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 that you you literally, you can't help but want to learn what it is. So find that song and listen to it a bunch of times as a whole thing. Just get an idea of what it is, get an idea of what you're about to learn. Just understand it as a whole. Don't just, don't start learning it before you've heard the whole thing. I just don't think that's a good idea. We want to do things nice and methodically. We want to know what we're doing and why we're doing it. So Learn, listen to the whole thing a bunch of times till you sort of feel like you know a little bit about it. And then you're just going to go right to the beginning and you're going to take a... And, and sorry, mechanically, how we're going to do this, I think the best, the best, one of the best tools you can use is transcribe. Um, I think the, the product is transcribe with, a, with an exclamation mark. I, I can't remember where you buy it for, but, but you know, you can find, tran, you know, just Google transcribe app. You can, I think you pay like seven quid. You've got it for life. It's an amazing tool. It helps you slow things down and it helps you pinpoint little moments that you can loop and all that. You know, it's the way that I've always, you, I've always used this to transcribe things. And look, you're going to go to this, you're going to use this thing. You get used to this, get used to the transcribe thing or use whatever you, you want to use. Um, it's up to you. You can just, you can just use Spotify. You can just use whatever you can. You don't have to do what I'm saying, but I think this is how I do it. And this is a good way to do it. You're going to go to the beginning and you're going to pinpoint the, you know, you're going to pinpoint things in lines, you know, where the beginning and end, right? Hopefully, it's going to have short-ish lines, that whatever you're learning, it's going to have short lines. Um, and you're going to just do things in small lines and set, you know, set yourself small lines. Say to yourself, look, by the end of today, I want to be able to, you know, get three lines in and to be able to sing it perfectly. And yeah, that's what you're going to do. You're going to do it real slow. 
you're gonna practice along with it. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna practice along with it really slow. You are going to try and sing really nicely in tune, and you're gonna try and basically emulate whatever instrument there is there with your voice. You're gonna just get into it, you know, like like just have fun with it. That's it. But you're gonna have fun at the same time as really try to be accurate as possible. And you're just gonna give you're gonna live give yourself you know, like I said, three or four lines a day or a session that you're going to get into your head. And you'll, you, you know, you'll probably surpass that if you get really into it, you could end up getting a whole chorus down quickly. I don't know how quick these things are for people. But what I do know is but the fact that it's not in your instrument just gets rid of so many issues, so many time issues, you're going to get it a lot quicker than if you were trying to do it on your instrument. Um, and I yeah, and then later on, if you do want to put it on your instrument, then that will help you as well. That is what I think you should do. One of the things as a beginner jazz violinist, you should get into learning solos and don't worry about playing them on your instrument straight away. The thing that we're going to worry the most about is learning it. And the easiest and the quickest way to do that uh, and the most effective way is to learn to sing it. So guys, that is my little piece of advice for you beginner jazz violinists you don't have to take my advice of course uh, you could not do any of the things that i'm saying and still become a great musician i think <laughs> uh, but in my opinion these are nice simple and fun things that we can do uh, to to help us to just become a jazz violinist and you know what i can't remember who was, was who said it but you are what you do it's like you are a jazz violinist already, you know? If you're doing this every day and you're trying, you're a jazz violinist. It doesn't matter if you're getting paid for it or not, you are what you do. It's the same as if you're composing every day, you're a composer. If you're playing football every day, you're a footballer. You might not be a professional footballer, but you know, you are a footballer. Um, I don't know why that ended up getting like uh, some sort of Tony Robbins <laughs> motivational speech, but... Uh, whatever. I uh, hope that was helpful for you guys. Um, and you know what? Please send me videos of you singing along to your favorite, um, your favorite solos. I'd love to. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see the um, the evidence that what I'm saying is reaching some people. So, um, like I've said before, guys, if you want to sign up to my Patreon uh, to help support this podcast, to help keep me coming out with these uh, these episodes please, you can go on and sort of pledge, you know, anywhere from nothing to five pounds to help me uh, with uh, the running of the podcast. You also get some little extras along the way there um, with for that five pound tier. Uh, you, you might get an extra episode every month. You might get a video. You're going to get some, um, some video uh, lessons and things like that where just popping up all over the place. Uh, it's also a place that you can get involved with my Jazz Violin Practice Club. Basically, if you go up another tier and, and spend £20 a month, then you will get everything. You will get access to my Zoom, uh, my weekly Zoom classes. You'll get access to um, all, the, all the past recordings of that. You'll get access to all the little... Um, uh, lick videos that i put up where i where i play a lick and explain what i'm doing and just loads of random things that come up um yeah okay okay last last thing i guess as well is um i've got some new music coming out with a band i put together called learn to draw i would really appreciate it i'll put the link in the description of this um, podcast i would really appreciate you guys checking it out maybe even buying it i've got some a limited run of cds available 
Um, so if you are a, if you want to support me, then please, please, please buy my music. And uh, yeah, I'll send you out a CD. I'll be doing it myself, you know, amazing. All right, guys. Uh, nice to chat at you. Hopefully that helped. And I will speak to you again soon. Goodbye.